0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show brought to you by FIVO. I am your host, Tracy Sandler, and I am very excited to have holistic health coach, Emma Kittle with us today. We talk a lot about sports analysis, Game breakdowns, draft picks, all of the things. But I want to take some time today to take a breath, literally and figuratively, and look at the other side of sports and look at the things that athletes, many of our favorite professional athletes, do to help them with the mental part of their game, whether that be intention setting, whether it be breath work, all of these things that are such an integral part of an athlete truly getting to his or her potential. So with that in mind, I invited the fantastic Emma to the show. And Emma, thank you for joining me.
0: Oh, thank you. What an introduction. It's so good to be (laughs) here, Tracy. I mean, I feel like this was literally the longest season of our lives. So to be on the (laughs) other side of it, smiling and breathing and all the thing actually feels really good.
1: (laughs) Oh, good. Yay. Well, and with that in mind, let's (laughs) start. I know you have a breathing exercise. I'm having trouble enunciating today, but I know you have a breathing exercise. And you guys, one of the things we're going to talk about today is, like I said before, intention setting clearing space and the mental aspects of the game, which work in our everyday lives. So I would love, Emma, if you're up for it, to start by taking us through a breathing exercise, something that we can do kind of really at any time to to clear our minds a bit. It's that time of year as college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your updated odds and info. Along with great contests, including the bracket contest, where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet Online, where the game starts.
0: For sure. So this is actually a breathing practice. um, I teach to a lot of my clients. So and clients can range from professional athletes to little brothers, uh, (laughs) to non athletes to people who are just focused on high performance or mental clarity or really want to focus on mental health and self care. So there's a really I work with a lot of different people. um, Mm -hmm. But I love doing this breathing exercise because it's so it's a three part breathing exercise. And in each of the three parts, there's five different breaths. So I'm going to talk you through it. And then I'm going to take you through it okay so the first part we're gonna go inhale wide exhale tall and so what that does is with every inhale we're breathing deep down into our belly deep down into our hips and I want you to really feel your shoulders almost roll back your chest lift so big wide energy as you feel the breath come into you and as you exhale I want you to think tall and the way that we do that is it's a pelvic floor lift and it through that right so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like you're stopping yourself from going to the bathroom if you haven't felt that sensation before or a kegel so ladies Uh go um, but it's like that pelvic floor lift and it really starts to cinch the energy up and then pulls your core in. And what it does is it kind of aligns you all the way up and then coming out the top of your head. So that energy we call tall. So inhale wide, exhale tall. So we're going to do five of those. And then we're going to do in for four, out for six. Um, This is a breathing practice I teach to a lot of athletes because what it does is it really quickly activates your parasympathetic nervous system. So in those moments where we see people on the field who are feeling really tense or who are feeling like, you know, that play got away from them, how do we deal with it? This is a really great breathing practice to help you come back to the present moment and stop freaking out. Um, And obviously this can be a... applied, whether you're playing football or whether you're having a little bit of road rage, any of the things, <laughs> <laughs> but so it's inhale for four, exhale for six. And so what I want you to do for those first two is we're breathing just through the nose, if you can. And then, um, for the last one, we're going to breathe in through the nose and then <sighs> big sigh out. So this one's actually fun to do, but it's like a really full body kind of cleansing energy. Um, okay. And so then, with the rest of your body, all you're going to do is keep your eyes closed. You want to keep your chin to neutral. And then with your eyes closed, we're just going to kind of roll our eyes up to the brow point. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's going to engage our optic nerves. Cause sometimes when we meditate, our eyes start to dart all over the place and we get a little squirrely, shall we say the Mm -hmm. ping pong mind, Um, Uh another, so we call it a mudra or an energy seal so that you can, Just try to really consolidate your energy. So setting intentions, which is what we're coming back to. So yeah, all we're doing is clearing space, coming into the moment and um, breathing together. So my dear Tracy, will you close your eyes? Be my little guinea pig. I will. Fun, fun. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So from here, let's just go ahead. roll Roll your shoulders up, down and back. Good. Nice job. All right. So first breath is inhale wide. And exhale tall, nice and slow. Good. Trying to breathe through your nose. Inhale wide. And exhale tall. Good. Inhale wide. Exhale tall. Inhale wide. And exhale tall. Good. One more. Inhale wide. And exhale tall. Good. From here it's in, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, five, six. Good job. In, two, three, four, out, two, Three, four, five, six. In, two, three, four. out. two, three, four, five, six. In, two, three, four. out. two, three, four, five, six. In, Two, three, four, out. Two, three, four, five, six. Good. Now, big inhale through your nose and sigh it out. Good. So, really getting the energy moving. Big inhale. And big exhale. Good. Inhale and exhale good job two more deep inhale deep exhale last one deepest breath and deepest exhale good job my dear when you're ready go ahead and open your eyes
1: actually that felt so nice i feel like almost like a weight off my shoulders. I didn't even know their weight was a weight on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just feels like, like you said, clearing space. Would you recommend that to start your day?
0: Yes, I actually, and I love this one because- well, And the other reason I like to teach this one is because if I only have people's attention for a little bit, then I can introduce three different breathing styles to them. Mm -hmm. So if something sticks and you like that more, go ahead and do that. I like doing the variety of breath, but yeah, I think it's a great way to start your day. Um, I'm a big advocate of lemon water in the morning before we jump straight to caffeine and coffee. Um, But I like to have that and then I make my lemon water and then while it's cooling down a little bit, I'll do my breathing. And it's just a really gentle way to start the day.
1: It really is. That's that's just wonderful. And I know that you have a longer version as well. So we'll, we're will we going to tag you and everything, but also just going to tell people to make sure you're following Emma on Instagram at ekittle, uh, because she will be able to introduce you to so many different types <laughs> of exercises and meditations. And I always find your page to be a tranquil space. Like, I can go to your page and learn a lot and kind of take a beat and all of the things. So uh, definitely sending everybody there. But I have to say, I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like very relaxed, but in a very positive way. Like I'm kind of ready to take on the world. So thank you for that. Thank you, you very, thank you very much for that. And so I feel like this is a very good time to <laughs> jump into intention setting because I'm ready to intention away. Do <laughs> Set up, do make them happen. <laughs> yes. All of the things. So if you could talk a little bit now that we're all like breathing and relaxed, I'd love for you to start actually before we get the attention setting and talk a little bit about all of the different things that you do. I know you talked a little bit about your clients, but I want you to talk about like all of the different things that you do because you are really a uh, Jane of all trades, the wellness space and in the holistic space. So I'd like everybody to learn more.
0: Thank you. Okay. Yeah. There's a few things that I do. Um, So first kind of leg into the wellness world was um, yoga. Um, And that kind of stemmed from me being a college athlete and just feeling so rigid and tight in my body. And then thinking I was going to go to law school and dealing with stress and anxiety for the first time and Mm -hmm. just led me straight to yoga. So I got so stressed that it just pushed me right there. And I think that's, I love, I think it's a good, point to make to people because people are always like, I'm just like too high strung to go to yoga. And it's like, no, I was literally at my breaking point. And that's why I started doing yoga. Um, But that has then since led to, um, I work with a lot of NFL athletes. So um, little brother, uh, Mm -hmm. not so little brother, uh, plays in the league and has been a tremendous uh, just resource and friend through this whole process. Um, and for, for anybody who hasn't picked up
1: on it, um, Emma's little brother, who's quite large, uh, is George Kittle. So, and he does yoga and he
0: does breathe exercises.
1: So if George Kittle can do it, so can you well yes
0: and it's funny because the first I knew that I always wanted to work with athletes because I just felt like there was such a disservice done like playing volleyball and that was mm-hmm. even less than 10 years ago and it was just so taboo to take care of your body or mental health or mm-hmm. stuff um and so when I got yoga when I was uh, certified for the first time and went through my first teacher training um I would show up to George's college house and thankfully he was living with my cousin who was also on the Iowa football team. And I would, who, he then went on, he played for the Rams in Denver for a little bit. um, not in the league anymore, but I had these two future NFL football players living in the <laughs> same house and I would show up and I would force them to let me practice yoga sequences on them. And like they were, I would like trade them massages. <laughs> <laughs> fair. And they're like, okay, but like, or I'd like bring them food and stuff. Um, so I definitely had to bribe them to But it was great practice. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that then led to working with um, different high school teams, different college teams, and then different NFL athletes. And um, it's been quite the journey. Um, and we're going to talk about this a little later. But I do just want to highlight this point that I feel like people, you know, when they hear like mental performance, or, you know, using yoga or mindfulness to kind of clear that space or set the intention to be at your best. I think it's it's interesting because I feel like it's now more normalized to see that NFL athletes are doing that. And they're like, no, I really got to take care of my mental so that I can Mm -hmm. perform at my best. And I don't think there's any difference between the way that an athlete performs versus somebody who's not an athlete, you know, just Mm -hmm. because you don't have a uniform doesn't mean you don't want to show up as your best. And so Mm -hmm. truthfully, a lot of the practices that I teach to the athletes are the exact same that I teach my other clients or that I would share with anybody else because they work, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, Um, from that breathing exercise, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Little yoga stone. It's okay. Um
1: so relaxed.
0: <laughs> um, and then with that, uh, so my dad, Bruce, uh, George and I then started a podcast. Um, we wanted a way to give back and we weren't quite sure on, you know, creating a foundation or doing a, mm-hmm. like a giant organization like that um, when George... Um, started playing in the NFL. And so we're like, how can we just touch a lot of different people? And so through our, our podcast, it's called hidden pearls podcast. Um, our goal is to tell the, um, hidden stories or the untold stories of people and communities impacted by social and environmental injustice. And so with that then, and then this last season we partnered with MVP. So we did a lot of uh, work with merging bets with players. Um, such a cool organization. Um, highly recommend anybody checking that out. And then, um, yeah. So I'm a podcast host. I produce the podcast. I'm the president of our mindfulness company called Thunderbird Performance. Um, we mm-hmm. are doing a lot of funky stuff there right now. Well, funky is in just a lot of moving parts, but um, <laughs> we offer some mindfulness courses. And so stay tuned for those. Um, we're kind of okay. in the demo phase of everything right now, but um am very excited to be doing that and teaching alongside my dad because Bruce is a modern day Yoda of football. So it's
1: he's great. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good way to, to describe your dad for sure.
0: I like that so yeah. And then traveling, you know, trying to live my life outside of football season. Cause otherwise I want to be at all the games. So right. All the games. Yeah.
1: Well, that, that is awesome. And, and we're really are lucky to have you here today. So let's talk a little bit about the idea of intention setting and goal setting. And, you know, I think I have a general idea of that, what that is. I think our listeners hear those terms, they've kind of become a little bit of buzzwords, but I would love for you to explain how you see that and, and what exactly that means. Cause I think it's, it's an easy phrase to be like, Oh yeah, I'm intention setting, but I'm not sure everybody really knows how to do that and make those things come true.
0: For sure. And I think, um, cause even like what we started talking about doing this podcast, like back in December Mm -hmm. and then, I mean, obviously like playoffs happened and then all the things happened, And we're like, we should do a podcast about how do you get your brain back after football? Like, how mm-hmm. do you do that? And I feel like that's kind of where we're at, like where this podcast has landed. And it's like, you know, coming off of the new year, we have all of these resolutions or intentions, like whatever you want to call them, where people are mm-hmm. thinking they want to make all these changes in their lives or create a new shift or set these new goals. Or, I mean, I think intentions can really cover anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the word intentions a little bit more. I feel like it's I feel like when I'm like, I'm going to set this goal, it for some reason, like locks me into this rigid way of thinking. And I feel like intention uh-huh. is just more energetic based. And it's like, I feel very guided when I use those words. And to me, uh-huh. actually, like the language that I use around things is really, really important. Um, so that's just a little mental hack that I use. I like um, that. Yeah. You know, and I think March is such an interesting time because depending on where you are, um, it's well, I'm in Santa Fe right now. And it's like, 30 degrees. And we had a snowstorm last night and it's very, very cold outside, Um, very (laughs) blustery. but it's kind of that time where it's a little bit gray. It's a little bit icky outside and Mm -hmm. you might be losing some steam off of your news resolutions or the goals or intentions that you set right away. And so, um, what I really think is important is, um, is to remember that just because it might be this massive intention or this massive goal or this massive dream that you're setting doesn't mean you can't make a shift towards it today. And I think Mm -hmm. that's where I have struggled a lot in my life is, um, you know, call it imposter syndrome or, you know, just my negative mind, like Mm -hmm. keeping me from, or being like, no, you need one more certification or you need one more thing. Or like, you need to talk to one more person or you need to be in better shape. And then, you know, then all these things are going to work out. And it's like, the reality of it is, is that your actions and your intentions, you know, consciously or subconsciously have brought you exactly to where you are right now. And Mm -hmm. so if we can own that and be really present with, okay, my choices, my actions have brought me here, then I think it gets a little less intimidating about my choices and my actions can then take me exactly where I want to go. And Mm -hmm. To me, like the breathing exercise that we just did is so helpful because I mean, my mind, like I think in like a color explosion, my dad actually calls me Medusa because when I start like drumming <laughs> about our company or our podcast, it's like my snakes go wild and he's like, um, <laughs> put them down. Like we love all the snakes, but we can only talk to one right now. <laughs> That's very funny. I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. I know. It's so crazy. Um, yeah but I think it's a good visual. Um, but so, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like when I have an idea, there's so many different things that come into play and there's so many different, you know, whether it's a goal or sometimes it's really just, I get inspired by something where I'm mm-hmm. like, I really want to do that. Or like, I really want to take that action. Um, and for me, what helps me is to then go in and journal. And if y'all don't journal, like if there's one practice that I can, well, I mean, breathing is really great, but honestly, journaling every morning and really committing to it, it like even if it's a page, I recommend mm-hmm. to read uh, The Artist Way by Julia Cameron. She is a genius. Um, but it's pretty much just a way to get all of the clutter out of our mind and put it onto a page. And the actual act of writing is so awesome because it slows our thoughts down enough to where instead of, right, so we were just talking about this before, how we're living in such like a TikTok viral environment right now that there's Mm -hmm. so much coming at us. There's so many moving pieces. There's so many, like, you know, while I'm journaling, Oh, that's a good thought. How can I make it a TikTok? How can I make this into an opportunity? How can Mm -hmm. I share stuff? And it's like, while the hustlers mentality, I think is so exciting and awesome that there are so many different outlets for people. I think we're really just all overstimulated. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, what I like to do is if I really have something that's coming up again and speaking to me and, you know, so maybe, so like for me, something that has always been just like knocking on my head, there's two things that just like won't leave like ideas that won't leave me alone. And it's um, learning to speak Spanish um, and writing a book. And while I like, don't really know what I'm going to write a book about yet. I have some ideas, Um, but it's like, it's just these things in my head that I'm like, I feel very called to do this. And I feel like it just keeps coming up for me and my spirit or my soul or the universe or whatever keeps telling me like, Emma, got to learn Spanish. So, you know, it's like, so what I like to do is really kind of sit down and journal about like, okay, wh- why do I want to do this? You know, and mm-hmm. there's a plethora of reasons, but I think the main thing is like, you just want to get clear and provide enough space to understand if this is something that you really feel like heart called to do. Or if you feel like this is something that you're supposed to be doing.
1: And on the journal front, for those of you who might be new to journaling, because it's something that I, at times have been like, yes, I'm in a journal and I'm going to write things down and I get like good at it for a few days and then I kind of fall off. So I'm going to make a recommendation. My friends got me as part of my birthday gift. They got me this, the five minute journal. And Emma, I don't know if you know about this. It's awesome. Love the five minute journal. And for you guys that don't know, I think it's a really good kind of intro to journaling. And, you know, you read about it in the beginning and then every morning you write three things you're grateful for, three things that would make today great and a daily affirmation. And then before bed, you write the highlights of the day and what you learned today. And I have just found, I've been doing it now, I think I got it about a week and a half ago and I've been doing it pretty much every day, except for the combine. There was just that, that just... (laughs) sleep took over sleep one. And I didn't get a lot of sleep. So sleep went out on that. But otherwise, I really like it. It's a really good way to start my day. And it does, like you said, it takes away the clutter. And it kind of reminds you. And one of the things that's coming up for me that I'm noticing is on the things that I'm grateful for, the first couple of days, it was like, oh, I have to find different things every day. Mm -hmm. And I'm finding though that it's a lot of the same things and that's good. These are things I'm really grateful for. That's why they're really coming up. And, And I'm finding that my highlights of the day aren't necessarily the things that you would think are your highlights of the day. It's not necessarily the big external Sometimes it really is like just those little things like, oh, I got to have a latte this afternoon and I love a latte in the afternoon. That's Mm -hmm. a highlight of the day. And kind of, again, remembering what is going on and and taking that moment to declutter and be grateful and think about the things in your life and the things that keep coming up for you. So uh, just to add to what you were saying, I found it really helpful. And I think for me, it will help me Take that and make maybe become even more of a journaler, get to those three pages. Uh, but for now, I think it's a really great way to start, and I like the guided aspect of it too.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, and you know, even the um, and when people are getting started journaling, I always recommend like it doesn't have to be like fluid. It doesn't have to be anything. A lot of time, my pages are now like brain dumps of the things that I have to do that day. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's like, it helps me to declutter, but I love your gratitude practice. And um, so the gratitude practice in the morning, and then I like to do uh, like a pride journal at night. So like, this is what I was really proud of myself for doing, you know, so not just Mm -hmm. these things happened externally. It's like, okay, I handled a situation really well. And I, instead of getting triggered, I just brushed it off and I just went on with my day. And it's like, I think when we take enough time to journal and then slow down our thoughts to be really present with that moment, the next time that moment happens, so whether it's something that you like brushed off your shoulder or whether it's that next time you get an afternoon latte, it's like, it's just this added practice of being really present with it, and at the mm-hmm. end of the day, that's literally all meditation and mindfulness is. Is how can you train your brain instead of like going all over the place like the Medusa mind? It's like how mm-hmm. can you just bring it back to this one moment and like sit there and smell the coffee and take her to like take a drink and just be like, yes, like this is great.
1: And it's funny that you say that because one of the, and I I definitely don't mind sharing this. It's not like super, super personal or anything, but one of my daily affirmations slash things I learned today. So sometimes it's a good one for the morning and what sometimes <laughs> for night is let it go of the past. Don't have anxiety about the future and be in the present because the, you can't do anything about the past and you can't control the future. So, I mean, there are certain things you can't control, but a lot of it you can't. The things we worry about are usually the things that we cannot control. So exactly. it's that idea of, you know, letting go, not looking the future and being in the present. So the journaling for me is actually, it's really helped me with that.
0: Yeah. And like, We actually have a, so my dad did a, if you guys don't follow our podcast, it's called Hidden Pearls Podcast, but we also have something called Mindful Mondays. And so every Monday, my dad will release this, whatever, like he has so many different ideas, but he did a three-part series called, um, and I'm going to get the order wrong, but it's, um, and I can, if you want to share these or whatever, but it's, um, the things he always reminds us of are it's not personal, so if something mm-hmm. happens to you, it is not personal. Like, you know, like how many times on the sideline has weird stuff happened to you and you've been like, this, this can't be personal. Like I can't take this personal or it's going to ruin my whole yeah. day or like yeah. random things like just people throw stuff at you. Like, or even just like being in a game and people will be like, George sucks. And I'm like, what? you know, I'm like, that's not personal. That's not personal. My mom, oh my god, It's gosh. also rude, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> but it's also, but it's t- definitely t- not personal. <laughs> but like, Oh my gosh. My mom is such a like tiger in that. end. like, we have to be like, mom, it's not personal. Um, like when we go to games and stuff, but, um, so it's not personal. It's not mm-hmm. permanent. Nothing lasts forever. Like this bad situation or however you're feeling like time, mm-hmm. has, you know, it's just like, time doesn't heal everything. I know that, but time is such a medicine and even just getting some distance from it can really help things. Um, and then it's not perfect, right? So nothing has to be super perfect. Um, and I think through all of this, right. So everything that we're saying about how it's just important to slow down and be more present and blah, blah, blah. That is the number one reason why people give me an excuse for why they can't start a meditation practice is because they're not present enough or when they slow down, they can't get their brain to slow down. And it's like, you know, all the reasons that you're giving me right now, are like just evidence for they're like, like just fuel to the fire for why I think you need to slow down. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, so I think, and I'm also sharing that because and not like bashing on anybody, but it's like, I think when you start to recognize those patterns in your mind, or those kind Mm -hmm. of loops that we get in, and I definitely get in those same loops where it's like, Oh, I can't do this because and then it's like, Mm -hmm. wait, wait a second. That's literally the reason why I should be doing it. You know, I think when you uh-huh. start to feel that language, it can be really powerful to recognizing if that's something that you're doing.
1: Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. Well, and going back to the breathing exercise, I think that's a really good example is that it, it doesn't, You don't need that much time. We're all busy; things happen. But I think the exercise we just did at the beginning of the podcast—it's two minutes. It was two minutes of the day, and we all have two minutes of the day. Mm -hmm. In the two minutes, while you're saying you can't do it, you probably could do it. And I think it's just those two minutes can be really helpful. And I think it's important to take a little time uh, for for yourself and to kind of have those moments that are for you. And so I think that's. That's just a good thing to remember. So the breathing exercise, the gratitude journal—they're just good reminders that we all have the time to do something for us and do something healthy for us. And I think sometimes it can seem daunting, where someone's like, "I can't do a forty-five minute meditation. I don't have time to do a to go to a meditation. I don't have time for a forty-five minute yoga class, whatever it may be." Um, like sometimes I do a twenty-minute yoga class online. I'm like, great, I got. I got something and it just felt great. Right, and at least I got that in. So I think it's just also kind of training ourselves to get those little increments.
0: And then it just becomes a, a habit, a positive habit. Absolutely. Habit. And like the number one thing that I recommend to people, if you're starting a meditation, a yoga practice, anything is do something super tight. It can be like one minute a day right? Mm-hmm. You can cut that breathing practice in half. Do so, It is so much more powerful if you do something one minute a day than to do like one hour long session at the end of your week and then be like, I'm so Zen. It's like, no, I mean, if that works for you, great. But like for the majority of people and everybody that I've worked with it doesn't work. So it's, it's mm-hmm. more just about, right. Cause all we're doing meditation practice is our mind's going to wander. How do you just bring it back? Like mm-hmm. all you're doing is coming back. And so if you can start to check in every single day with your breath, or maybe it's with that breath, you know, the gratitude journaling or whatever, you know, and that can be so synced together where, okay, I'm going to sit down and do my gratitude journal. I'm going to take 10 deep breaths or I'm going to take five Uh deep breaths. Like that's it. And that can be your practice as you start. And it's like, nobody, the cool thing about it is one, and this is the same with anything, but like, once you start, once you start, you're gonna figure out what you like and what you need so that Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, coming online and being like, okay, what is the practice that Emma does? Or like, what is the practice that Tracy or George or any of these other people do? Like, how do they do it? Like, all of us are so different and we all have different flows to our day. We all have different, you know, intentions. We all have different practices. We all have different, you know, just paces of our own life. And like, Mm -hmm. and then all of our family stuff that we bring with it are like our past. And so it's more just about, trying different things and not getting frustrated and thinking that it has to be perfect or permanent or personal or all the things so that you can just kind of come into the space and learn how to take care of yourself. Because really that's, re- that's like, I feel like the biggest thing is mindfulness is just learning how to take care of yourself. I like that. That's true. That That is. And I'm really glad that you brought
1: up the not taking things personally thing. It's something that comes up a lot on the Get My Job podcast as people are talking about their journeys. And it's just... It's such an important thing. And it's probably one of the hardest things to get to as a human, but at the end of the day, most things are not personal. Really nothing's personal. Mm. Even the stuff that feels personal is really about the other person, something Mm -hmm. in you may have triggered them, but that's not personal. That's still about them. And I think that is the most difficult thing to get to as humans, but I'm glad that you brought it up because I think it's also a really important part of mindfulness Because if you're, if we're all, and we all do this so busy, worried about, well, what does he think of me? Or what does she think of me? Or what did that look mean? Or what did this look mean? Didn't mean anything. And just remembering that. And really most people are just much too busy thinking about themselves to be thinking about anyone else anyways. (laughs) And I'm not saying that that's not even like a criticism. I just mean the reality is think about the stuff that we worry about, assume that everyone else in the room is worrying about those same things for themselves. And it kind of takes the pressure off.
0: Well, pressure and it kind of puts like a little bit more compassion out there, you know, because mm-hmm. you're not, oh, yes. you're super stressed and somebody triggers you and like, and then you're like, why would you do that? It's like, well, if you can kind of view it through the same lens of like, oh, they're probably super stressed too. Then you're like, you got this. That sucked. Don't do that again. But like, I'm not going to let that get me down. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> You know what I 100%, mean? 100%. <laughs> I like Next that. Time. You no. got this.
1: By the way, do you notice, and those of you watching on YouTube might, that since we've done the breathing exercise, every time I start to slouch, I put my, I put my Ooh, shoulders okay. up get, and getting my, my posture. So thank you. Thank you for that, Emma. Um, so we we've talked about intention setting. I'd love to talk a little bit about another somewhat buzzword that I think people, and by people, I mean myself, so I'm hoping other people do too, find really interesting. And that is manifestation. And really like, what does that actually mean? I know you could do vision boards. It's, you know, see, act, there's different philosophies, act as if it's already happened, et cetera, et cetera. But I'd like to know what manifestation means to you and how you recommend people go about it.
0: So Whatever you believe in, like, I think everybody kind of goes through their own journey of connecting to spirit or something bigger, whether it's the universe, whether it's Mother Nature, whether it's great spirit, it's God, I think, um, you know, I think they all have different lenses, and they provide different things. But I think it's kind of just this like, energy source. Um, Mm -hmm. you know. And I think that we're very much connected to that. And for me, manifestation means understanding that I am co creating with the universe. And that it's not about a to-do list, like swear. I switched from writing to do list to, to manifest list. And instead of putting the intention, like yeah. this is only on my shoulders. This is something that I have to do. Like, this is all in me and putting it to, I am co-creating with the universe and setting that intent to where, like I'm I am writing all this down in case yes. you can't. Oh my gosh. This, <laughs> like this, it blew my mind. Cause I was, I heard this on a podcast and I was like, mm, mm-hmm. actually I probably heard it on like a TikTok or something, but I was like, <laughs> uh, I was like, okay, we'll see. Within the, that day, things started rolling. And you know, I think that's kind of like universal affirmation. I see it as that. Um, mm-hmm. but to me, manifestation is being incredibly clear on what you want and not feeling like I, just totally standing in your power and knowing that you are completely loved, that you are completely divine and that you are completely deserving of everything that you want. And I am mm-hmm. a huge component of therapist of therapy. Um, I see therapists like two or three times a month and, my therapist something that she keeps reminding me because i have been very bad about this is that we are entitled to all the help that we need but we yes. forget to ask and we forget to show up and so mm-hmm. i think for me manifestation is you know truly believing that and standing in that and it's part of like getting clear on what i want um so mm-hmm. that what i'm asking it's very i know that i'm coming from you know my heart center my truth whatever you want to call it but i know that it's like it's really I'm not just saying this because I think my ego wants it or because I think this is what I should be doing or like this is like fall in line, Emma, and get this done. It's like this is like what speaks to my soul and I want to I wanna chase this. Um, mm-hmm. And so, so, yeah, that's manifestation to me.
1: It's so funny because my therapist says something similar, but he says there is a difference between being entitled and asking for what you're entitled to. Mm. And that I think is a really good one because I think we sometimes – especially women, but I, I do, I know men feel this way too, but as women, I think we feel this a lot mm-hmm. where, and I've definitely done this many times where I don't ask for things. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's, it's okay. It's fine. I, I don't need it or it's whatever it is, but things that I'm entitled to, and it doesn't make you entitled. And there's a very big difference there. And, and knowing the difference is really important because mm-hmm. there is, there's no difference, but asking for help doesn't make you entitled. You're entitled to ask for help. Asking for resources does not make you entitled. You're entitled to ask for resources. So I think it's a similar idea as to what, you know, your therapist says that we are entitled to, to this, to the help and resources that, that will help us to, to achieve our goals. Absolutely. I'm not sure if that was very eloquent. But like,
0: you know, and I think, um, I heard some, <sighs> heard this or read it in a book i'm like reading and listening to stuff all the time so i i don't really know where this is from but somebody was telling me there they were like somebody this could have, could have been a podcast telling me this but it was somebody told me this um but that like if god created you right and uh-huh. then or god universe whatever the word you want to use but if you were brought to this planet like right in this moment right here and you're having these specific like callings of your heart like this is really what i want like this is this just feels like I need this in my life. This is what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. The path, like, let's say that's like, you know, divine or holy or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How can anything that you do in the honest pursuit of that be wrong? You know, and so if that means setting healthy boundaries, if that means learning how to tell people no, if that means, you know, leaving a relationship or leaving a job that isn't fulfilling, or if that means, you know, taking these crazy risks, or if that means like, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes, sometimes, Being mindful means telling people off and setting boundaries and sticking up for yourself. But like, Mm -hmm. if it is in pursuit of this divine message that you feel like you're receiving or that you're here to walk to, then I don't believe that it's wrong. You know, and I think that if you're checking in with yourself and you're really coming from a place that's like completely authentic, then no matter what you need to do, you know, as long as, you know, and does it feel really authentic to screw people over? No, it doesn't you know, so like, don't do that. Like check in with yourself. Like if, you know, and I think this is really interesting because it's like, if you're walking towards your highest self and that's what I like to think, like I am Mm -hmm. trying to show up every day as my highest self. If I'm doing that, That means like in no way, shape or form am I harming other people or am I coming at other people or am I undermining other people or am I like discrediting someone or talking bad? Like it really starts to change the way that you frame your life because Mm -hmm. you don't want to vibrate like even just saying negative things about other people or thinking them or even thinking them about yourself really brings that vibration down. And I think that's like it a does. really thing true. where people are like, raise your vibe. Or like, it's not a trendy thing. It's like literally your voice, your words have a vibration. And like really at the end of the day, we're all these like little molecules bouncing around um, that have manifested into beautiful blondes on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like where this is going. <laughs> but it's like if everything that you're thinking that you're saying is can change the vibrational the vibrational pattern of what's going on in your life. Then why would you not start thinking, saying, singing, speaking, like living in a way that is completely supporting? You know, and I think this is like mm-hmm. a full tie back to the intention setting. It's like if you, there's something that you want, you know, and maybe it's if whatever it is that you want, I think the more that you can start to like clean your life up and mm-hmm. start to eat healthy, right? Like, and eating healthy means different for something every means something different for everybody but a lot of times it really just means like eat more vegetables and drink more water like i'm right. not telling you to cut everything out but like come on man eat yeah. more drink more water like be conscious of where your food is coming from um you know and like don't go straight to coffee in the morning like maybe try a tea or a lemon water first thing like if you have never done yoga before all the only thing that i recommend like and chris you've meant NFL football players, sometimes they can be a little squirrely, right? We give yeah. them like the nitty gritty. This is the one thing, and I swear this has changed so many of my athletes' lives. This has changed my mm-hmm. life, but just do legs up the wall. Like if you're going to do any yoga pose, just Google what is legs up the wall. Do that. You can breathe. You can journal in that position. Well, it's kind of hard to journal. Mm-hmm. Um, like- <laughs> yeah, it's a little hard to journal but like, if you start to take aligned action, and then live in ways that you're like, okay, I'm like, all those things they're doing is clearing space, right? With uh-huh. like, well, you're literally relieving so much back pain, you're really you're literally grounding down, you're kind of coming into that parasympathetic nervous system, you're stretching your body, you're showing up through the breath, you're really cleansing yourself, you're bringing in uh-huh. all this new prana, all this new life force, all this new courage, breath is also attached to our courage, Um, you know, with the food that we eat, we're bringing in literally new life force and we're starting to cleanse our body so that it doesn't have to process so hard. And mm-hmm. when we start to do that, we're living in alignment and we're like saying happy things. We're, You know, it doesn't all have to be happy, but like we're saying things that are in alignment with what we want. It's alignment. And so back to the Medusa thing, if you're all over the place, start to like slowly just bring your practices into alignment with the thing that you want. And then it's not so much like, Wow, how the heck am I going to move from Nashville to Santa Fe? It's like things just happen, and you're co-creating mm-hmm. the universe. And you're all you have to do is show up and live in alignment, and say like, "This is what I want," and I'm going to show up for it every single day.
1: Fantastic! Just like that, just like that. <laughs> but it, but you know what? If you start doing all those things, then it does. It it will feel just like that. It it won't be because you have done a lot of work to get there. Nice. But then things will start to happen because you've done all the work to get there. Yeah. So it's
0: just, I don't know. I think I feel very blessed to say this because I did find like yoga and meditation pretty young and like this Mm -hmm. kind of holistic alignment. And I was very lucky to have teachers start to say these things to me from a very early age. Um, But the more that I just kind of surrender into thinking like everything is happening for me and I'm supposed to get whatever I want you know, like I am here Mm -hmm. and, you know, and I'm here to serve a purpose and I still don't really know what that full purpose is, but Mm -hmm. I'm doing things that make me feel good and that make me happy and that serve the greater good. Like it is crazy how fast the universe will act in your favor and how things, the things that seemed so crazy and far away will come to you. If you stop believing, like I can't have these things. And if you're like instead, right. And I think if you have like a goal or intention, the number one thing that I recommend doing is like, do that breathing exercise, clear out, and then just sit like with your eyes closed and think about how awesome, excuse me, goosebumps even talking about, cause I do this every day, but like how awesome it would feel to wake up and live that life, you know, and maybe, mm-hmm. and for me, it's like kind of living in a specific place and I can see exactly like the house that I want to live in and mm-hmm. like water view and all the stuff, but it's like, how does it feel to wake up there? Like what, what are the light, like what's the lighting in my bathroom? Like, Like, what is? Mm-hmm you know, what are the candles? What is my podcast studio set up as? Like, where's my, where do I film all my yoga classes? Like when I sit and like hold that energy of just being, feeling how good it would feel to live that life. Like that is simply enough for your intention setting, for your goal setting, but just to hold sacred space for that, I promise you is going to make a huge, huge difference in how fast all these things go.
1: Um, well, and my dogs clearly have something very, they they <laughs> yep, totally agree with you. Cappy and Sandy are like, yes, agreed. They're, <laughs> like, <laughs> <so> <laughs> <citizens>. <laughs> They're like, we are on it. Um, that is awesome. Emma, I personally found this podcast so helpful. I was, I'm sure you guys, those of you watching on YouTube saw me writing down notes. Emma definitely saw me writing down notes. I think this is going to be helpful for so many people. So thank you so much for joining me today.
0: You're welcome. This is a blast. And, you know, with all of your intentions, uh, best of luck. And you're entitled to all the things, Tracy.
1: Thank you, Emma, as are you. But thank you. I do really appreciate that. I think we'll have you come on again before football season starts, because I think breathing exercises might be very helpful for NFL fans and 49ers fans specifically. So uh,
0: I think we'll have you come back and we'll delve further into that Was that a fangirl nation group intent for super bowl like i like yes yes i like it yes. i like, I like it, I like like it. In, in the bruja spirit like let's go i'm i'm all in so
1: we'll be seeing you in just a few months if you guys like what you heard and i know that you did please make sure to leave us a five-star review follow us on instagram at fangirl sports network we are brought to you by bet online and i will talk to everybody next week bye you